Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast. My name is Sarah Grandinetti, and today we have a very special guest, somebody I've had the privilege of knowing for quite some time and have gotten to create with a number of times. Her face lights up a room and her smile brings joy out in others. I am super grateful to get to talk to her today. Her name is Betsy McLaughlin. Welcome, Betsy. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm so grateful you're here. Um, so my friend Betsy is a business and wealth mentor, life coach, and radio show host. Betsy's extensive background includes success as a store owner, realtor, corporate manager, and administrator. She draws upon this experience to empower others in their lives and businesses as a certified facilitator of several access consciousness specialty programs, including being you and joy of business. <laughs> As the co-author of 10 books and the host of the Imperfect Brilliance radio show on Own Times Radio, she is based in Maryland, USA, and travels the world facilitating classes. Welcome, my sweet woman. Thank you for joining us today to chat about changes that have shown up for you in the last year or two. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, I'm not quite sure where to start. Um... Do you have like a, a question you'd like to know or where should we go? <laughs> so how long have you been playing with the tools of access consciousness? Awesome. Um, it's been about eight years since I first found the tools. Yeah. And with the tools, was there anywhere in your world that you saw a ton of change and then other places where you weren't seeing the change as quickly mm -hmm. as you would have liked? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, almost immediately, because I, I really had been looking for something and I was miserable, honestly. I was depressed and sad and angry and had a lot of body pain and just a lot of stuff and going, ah, what's the point of this life and being here and all of those things. And so when I found the access bars, that was my first kind of foray in. And very quickly, right, like right after that, I found the Being You, Changing the World book by Dr. Dane here and just kept reading it going, oh my God, this is like what I thought might be out there somewhere and somebody put it into words. Oh my God. So um, I started playing with those things and a lot of things changed and got easier in my life. And then there were certain things that I felt like I was kind of hitting a brick wall on and I couldn't get past. And, um, and so one of those places was with my body, the, the size of my body and things that were going on um, where my health was better and my, the size of my body was smaller than it had been at one point. And again, like hitting this wall that I couldn't seem to get past. 
and you know and facilitating and doing the questions and the amazing tools that we have with access um even knowing that your point of view can create your reality you know when one day i actually had some body intensity and this was right before christmas of 2000 what are we 2020 right before christmas of 2020 and i had terrible intensity in my body like I was oh my god I feel as old as my 90 year old mother and just like I'm in pain and I can barely move and I heard and I don't remember if I said it out loud or if it was here and I went as soon as I realized what I had said it was like oh hell no like that is not going to be my life like no I'm far too young. I have way too much that I desire to create and be and do in the world for that to be my new reality. No. And so I'm getting chills even telling you this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the, so the energy we, of the demand, yeah. people. Perceive yes. it. It's the energy of the demand. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know, I've talked a lot about that and, and I've gotten it in different places in different ways. This for me was one of the most dynamic examples of when you are that demand. And, you know, I had wished for a smaller, happier body for, and like I said, from where I was at one point in my life, I was way smaller and it was still like, yeah, well, and I still had judgment. The judgment was better and it was not completely gone. So, so, so Betsy, yeah. you, so what I'm hearing is you can't judge your body into submission. That's not a thing. That uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I tried to control her into submission, judge her. Like if judgment worked, like, yeah, but it, you know, that's a if great judgment question. worked, we would all be walking around like, you know, Ken right? and Barbie dolls, right? Cause we decide that that's the perfect body. And if we just judge the one we have by that enough, then it'll show up. But clearly you're talking about a different possibility (laughs) and um, I can't wait to hear more. (laughs) Truly. So when I made that demand, like, no, that was not going to be my life. It was like, okay, I have overridden my body. I have forced her into countless diets, all these different things. Um, some very extreme and I'd have some results. And again, that, that wall that I would, couldn't get past and I'd go up and down about 30 pounds, give or take. Um, and I, and I had resigned myself to the fact that, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to kind of be this size and it's way better than it was, you know, cause I had actually released like 200 pounds from my body. So it was, you know, for a lot of people don't even weigh 200 pounds, let alone have that, you know, so, and so I would go to the, all of the rationalization of all of that and all that stuff. So then I was like, okay, body, you're obviously screaming at me and I've been ignoring you. And I would have periods of time where I had a little bit of communion, but then I kind of did it, you know, like I, it wasn't a consistent thing at all. So I was like, all right, you have my attention basically, you know, like, okay. I got hit over the head with a frying pan, one of those cast iron skillets, like, boom. Okay. I'm listening. 
And I totally was like, I'm actually freaking listening to you and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I have overridden you and been an ignoring bitch. And like, you have my attention. What are we gonna do? What, tell me what you would like to do. I'm getting out of the way because I, what I think and what everybody else has told me and projected at me. So from that, like I truly started listening to what my body was asking for. And what is that listening thing <laughs> like? Because a lot of times we hear listening, we go to like hearing a sound. Mm -hmm. And um, so can you give me some examples of what that started to show up as when you got out of the way and allowed your body to start yeah. um, contributing to your choices and your body's awareness? Because um, I've had people ask this of me and I think it's kind of different for everybody, but at the same mm. time, um, like hearing other people talk about it actually, will activate your awareness of when your body's communicating with you and you're ignoring it. So can you talk a little bit about I, I love that. Thank you so much. God, that's a great question. Um, yeah, and, and for a long time, I was like, well, I, I think I know what it is. I think I know what communion is. I want to know what it is, you know, that kind of thing. And it was really just like, okay, I dropped one of the things that I, talking to you, I just realized, I'm not sure I recognized this before was, I really dropped my barriers with myself and I was willing to to like for the first time truly 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 have no judgment and be like whatever you've done or you haven't done it's all okay it's all good and so in releasing that from myself it was such a beautiful gift to see that my body did not judge me ever ever like Ever. <laughs> so that was kind of the beginning of learning how to really communicate with, with her, with this amazing body that I, I love, by the way, I'm so I love grateful. You, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, I, that's love, fine. I love that you call her, her, mm -hmm. because I have gotten on a number of, of creations or things or had conversations where people refer to body as it. You need oh. to communicate with it. You need to talk to it. You need to, you know, and I'm like, but she's a she. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, you know, even just that, anybody listening, if you just start to refer mm -hmm. to your body as a her or a him, something changes with the communion. So super cool. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. And it just, it really just has that, in, for me, that intimate feeling. And, you know, so the, we also, one of the things we play with are the elements of intimacy. And so for me to really learn what that is for me, uh, which is the honor, trust, gratitude. Um, Vulnerability, thank allowance. You. Thank you, yes, yep. all of those things, right? And you, you really, for me, you gotta have all of them to have the communion that, that I desire to have. So I wanted it for a long time, but didn't have a freaking clue how to go about it. And then of course that judgment piece would start creeping in again. Cause I'm like, here I am a facilitator and I can't get my shit together. <laughs> well, that doesn't exactly contribute. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is one of the things that keeps poking me to say in the interview is how many of us are like using the tools and having so much magic show up in certain areas and yep. can't seem to create it in the other areas. And then we kind of pull, we siphon the magic and like, 
you know, have it just start to evaporate from the areas we are really creating instead of being like, okay, cool. I'm, I got this and I'm still a little bit, you know, messy over here and it's okay. You know? Yeah. That's so true. You know, and there's somewhere we have decided that we have to be perfect 24 seven and no matter what we do. And, you know, so being willing to let that go, like, how's that been for you? Yeah. I mean, when I got the perfection was a lie, a lot of things changed um, because I was literally measuring myself by some like, in, like standard that didn't exist anyways. Cause you know, like over here I'm perfect. Right. Because I've, I've accumulated an amount of like an audience who sees whatever I'm being in that moment is perfect. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a conversation throughout access that came this weekend was about image. So you like have your image and those are the people who are going to judge you as perfect because you've curated this image. And then you go over here being the exact same thing and it's not received. And you're like, what the heck? It's because perfection was never real. You just yeah. curated it. So, um, and, and how much more allowance can we be with the places that we, you know, aren't necessarily thriving in, but just be so excited that we're even asking a question or it's no longer in a blind spot. Yes. And can you talk a little bit about the blind spots that were contributing to not having communion with your body? Um, Mm. And it could be this perfection conversation. um, But what else do you know about that? Because just being like, I've just been willing lately to celebrate where something kind of comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, whoa, I thought that was handled or I didn't know that was still there. And like, I'm like, well, obviously that's been a blind spot for me. And just Mm -hmm. celebrating that it's no longer blind is really contributed. So what do you know about that? Oh, that's, I love that question. That that's great. You know, and, and truly to celebrate when you don't have that blind spot on, you know, and whether it's something that somebody else has said that has you kind of looking at like, okay, what, what are they seeing that I'm not seeing is one of the questions that I'll ask. I'm like, Hmm, what do I want? What do I not want to see here? Or what do I not want to know here that if I would know it would like change things and make it way more ease? Because when I find myself like hitting that brick wall, you know, I can continue hitting the brick wall, which I did for a very, very long time, basically most of my life on this one area. And I had bought, the other thing was I had bought, speaking about a blind spot, never, never looked at it like this before. But I had bought my mother's point of view about my body and how hard it was and all these things. And when I realized that, oh my God, this isn't even my point of view. And I was able to let it go. It be, it became the easiest thing I've ever done that has been literally what I thought was my cross to bear from this lifetime. That's sexy. <laughs> that is some sexy stuff because how many of us are walking around with our cross to bear, you know, and that like somewhere where we use that to equalize to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Hey, I, I have all this magic everywhere, but don't worry. I'm just like you because I still have a cross to bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you say this was the easiest thing you did and you said, yes. do so will you share with me yeah. what the doing was in this process? So yeah. let's say someone's listening and they like have not had their first bars class or they don't even know yeah. about questions or clearing energies or points of view, mm-hmm. um, but you started to do something different. So was that eating? Was that yeah. um, moving your body? Like what was the action? Okay. So the action was listening to my freaking body, like listening to her and what she's been telling me 
for so long. So that was one of the actions. And then truly, like I said earlier, like dropping my barriers and having that vulnerability with me to say, hey, you know, I have really messed up here. I have not treated you well. I am so sorry. I wouldn't treat anybody else in this entire world how I've treated you and the things I've demanded of you. I am so, so, so sorry, you know, and like truly what can I do now? I'm listening, I am truly listening. And so from there, I was able to start listening to what she was asking me for. And so it wasn't, and for the first time ever, it wasn't like, okay, I'm gonna do this diet or I'm gonna do that. It was, okay, you tell me, you're in charge now. And from there, I just started asking a lot of questions and learning how to listen to what my body was asking for. And what I found out later was what she was asking for kind of was a certain food plan, but it wasn't like, I didn't know that up front. And it actually, she's kind of combined a couple of different things that seemed to work for her. And what I, part of what was so easy is I don't, I don't obsess about eating or not eating or how much I weigh or how much I don't weigh or when was the last time I, none of that. And I always, before, I always felt deprived. I always felt like I was missing out on something. I'd have resentment, you know, all of those things that, so when it became something so different, the, the weight has just kind of melted off of my body. So with that, <laughs> because we are on um, audio, not on visual right now, <laughs> ah, okay. will you share with us um, when, you ha- when you first made that demand to today, mm-hmm. how, how much of that weight has melted off for you? Uh, 120 pounds. Wow. That's incredible. Thank you. And you're welcome. Congratulations, my sweet. Um, it, it, it is amazing. And to be a size I, I honestly never thought I would be in my life is just been like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So there are there any questions or tool like that you could give someone who like again might be hearing this information for the first time mm-hmm. like what what was one of your favorite questions to ask your body um mm. that someone could just start playing with today body what would you like to eat today you know body are you hungry body are you thirsty you know am i aware of maybe what somebody else would like to eat or drink <laughs> you know and to get rid of the, all the points of views about, you know, you're supposed to eat at a certain time or you're supposed to eat a certain amount or you're not supposed to do these things. And like, really, what would you like? And if my body desired something, great. If she didn't, great. And so I didn't have judgment. And then there was some times me like, oh my God, I, didn't, I haven't even eaten today. And my body, do you require food? Yes, no. Um, or if I woke up and I was really hungry in the morning, you know, body, do you require some food? Yes, no. And uh, learning how to hear what the yeses and the nos are even, you know, and so those questions that you, there's a lot of, you know, things that you could start playing with. And if you think that you can't hear your body, you know, then ask your body to show you. 
that's one of the things I'm like body I don't always speak the same language as you do so I'm not I'm you know I've said this to her like I'm not getting what you're telling me right now so could you maybe tell me a different way <laughs> that's brilliant yeah because yeah, especially what I know like for my journey with my body was um when you, it's kind of that energy of like, if you've had somebody that's been like estranged for years, <laughs> you, just, yes. you have to look into them. Um, yes. I noticed how some people would be like, okay, I'm going to start communicating with my body. We're going to have this communion and the, the body is just, you know, we're just going to do it now. And it's like by this like force where you're like forcing this person, if you like person, meaning your body, but in this right. analogy into like this, this intimate relationship with you based on all of your decisions and computations about what it should look like. Yep. And, and then it's like basically dragging someone by the neck and like throwing them into your bed and being like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do some intimate time now, you know, right. <laughs> and I'm always like, give it a minute. You don't take someone out on a date and like ask them, you know, their social security number in, in the first right. five minutes, you know, like you had to start, you know, the communication and see, you know, what your body desires that you haven't been willing to know. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. And it's also a great reminder for um, any of us who have reached an amount of communion with our body or, or created that and then have just kind of left it at a lull, you know, like, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, check mark. Got, got the communion with my body. Now I haven't talked to them in a while. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. um, sparking in my world right now too. So I'm super grateful for this conversation. I, I love that. Yeah. And then like body, what would you enjoy? And you know, even just when you're taking a shower, you know, like appreciate your body and, you know, for everything, you know, and I just, I'm so like for me and my body that when I weighed 500 pounds that she carried me, you know, and she took care of me. You know, and so that's like, thank you. Thank you so much for, for always being here, you know, and having gratitude melts so much gratitude for me melts judgment so if i'm finding myself going into judgment i'm like okay how can i flip that to to gratitude and as soon as i do i'm like all oh, right and it it's such a great reminder for me so you could even ask your body like body show me what i could be grateful for you know because we are so quick to go to all the things we don't like the things that we think are our flaws, the things that we wish were different. So what if we could switch that to what are we grateful for? Thank you so much. That's a great place for us to wrap here because I would love to have people know mm -hmm. that they, they can choose gratitude over judgment for their bodies. Yeah, so Betsy, sure. if um, our listeners want to find out more, reach out to you, where can they find you? Thank you. Um, well, I'm on Facebook, of course, and Instagram, and my website is creatingyumminess.com. And thank you so much for having me on. I'm so grateful. You're welcome. And you don't get off with my last question. You can't leave until I ask you my last question. Rut row. <laughs> the name of this podcast is The Power of Being You. Mm. If you were to write the show description, mm. what would you say? Wow, that the power of being you. So when you are you, it is 
an inspiration for others. I know when I'm looking at what draws me in to somebody else, when I'm like, what are they being or who are they being or what are they creating? I like reach for it. I look at it, it's they're being themselves. They're being who's genuine for themselves. And so the power, to me, the power of being you is, well, it's such a, it's a freedom to, to create and choose and be and explore where when you are in the confines of a lot of what we talked about today, you know, the judgment and the perfection and all of those things, you lose who the heck you are. Like I, I was so lost because I thought I had to be all these things. And so I have rediscovered myself in these past few years and been like, oh my God, I, I had put myself in such a cage. So the power of being you is freedom and joy and and so much more. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love that. I'm grateful for you spending your time with me today. Thank you for the gift that you be. And um, I will see you somewhere soon, I'm sure. Thank you for having me, Sarah. It was a great pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about being you or to learn more about the amazing tools of access consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?